You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast, podcast, radio show, Morning Breath. We're all about getting into the Word of God. The Bible says that every Word of God is God-breathed, and that's why we call it Morning Breath. And So we get up and we spend some time with the Lord, read a chapter of the Bible, and then come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We then read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. Today, it is a beautiful Monday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday, yes. the 15th, and we're in Ruth 2, and my co-host today is Felicia Water, Water, Walters. Hello. Almost had you Waters yeah, instead of Walters. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah, well, <laughs> we still love you, so yeah. don't worry about it. As I'll long as they call me for anything. dinner. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. Anyway, good to have you, Felicia. I'm Tell so the folks to how here. to get involved. Yeah, if you want to... If you want to get in with the chapter readings with us and maybe actually read ahead of time and sort of walk through this with us and be familiar just like we do, you can go on our website, eccc.us. You could get the East Coast app. That's my favorite way of accessing all morning breath things. Um, It's just really, really easy. You can also reach out to us at our office uh, via phone, 321-452-1060, and we will email you or mail you. However you want to do it, we will meet you where you are and make sure that you get on with us and, and are able to work walk through the word with us yeah we'd love to have you doing that and you know there's a lot of ways to get in the bible nowadays but this is one and it's one that's worked well for me uh, for a long time and just a way to regularly get into the word and also do it in a consecutive way like like we'll be reading a whole book yeah. uh, this little book this week and and i just think it's you know important to get it all because i somebody told me early on when i was first became a christian that just read the New Testament. Don't stop. Don't wonder what this means. Just read it and read it and read it and read it so that when you begin to study it, you see it in context and in the big picture and you're not taking one thing and ignoring another. And uh, I think that served me well and I think it it serves you well to not just do verse of the day. The verses of the day are great. I do it. And not just do, you know, I'm going to study this word or I'm yep. going to do this, but to sit down and just read your Bible and read it through. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should actually read their whole Bible through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just it's a, a, it's it's a just library a of ancient texts that were actually Ooh. put together very intentionally to tell the big story of what God is doing in the world. Wow. That was well said. <laughs> okay. I wish yeah. I could have said that like that. <laughs> Which so, is why it's important to read oh, it in its absolutely. entirety because there was there was vision and purpose behind the way that it's been put together. And the arc that is in there is, is really valuable to really understand uh, God's heart for us. Yeah, I agree totally. So a couple of announcements before we get into the chapter today, and we are in Ruth. Uh, chapter two is we have leadership training. It started this month on the third and will continue on the 17th. And that'll be seven to 10. And that will be in the avenue. And it's totally free. It's leadership training. And if you go on and sign up, you'll be able to get a link to go and listen and watch the uh, one that was done on the third. Yeah. And so you can catch up by yeah. seeing that. So I that's that. out there for you. And we want to grow your leadership. We, we oh, believe absolutely. that you've been called to things and we want to walk with you and watch you grow as a godly leader. So absolutely. it's really great. I went last year and it was fantastic. Good so deal. We also have another thing happening this Saturday. We have a Sisterhood Bunko Brunch that's going to mm. be at our Coco location uh, the Saturday the 19th at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it happens every third week of the month. And the kicker is that it has child care. We have child care for you, mama. So come. 
let us know you're coming so we can make sure we've got yes, care for your good. kids. That's yeah. important. But we want you to be there. We want to, to kind of take away every single hurdle you might have um, because we just want to be in community with you. Absolutely. And make a space for you to come and enjoy yourself or take a nap. Super powerful. <laughs> and, you know, we uh, we actually talked a little bit. You brought it up about community and doing stuff together yeah. with the first chapter of Ruth. And yep. so if you missed that. I think that's a valuable yeah. thing to go back and listen. You can listen to the podcast that's out there, available to you. We'd love to see you do it. So we're going to read Chapter 2. I'm going to read New King yeah. James. Fia's going to read the NIV. And uh, I think I'm going to do something crazy. Okay. I've never done this before. Are oh you my, ready? I'm ready. I want you to read the first 13 verses. You got it. And I'll read the last, starting okay. at 14. All right. How's that grab you? Let's do it. I'm I must send you read, ma'am. Alrighty. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Naomi said to her, Go ahead, my daughter. So she went out, entered the field, and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. Just then, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they answered. Boaz asked the overseers of his harvest, who does that young woman belong to? <laughs> who, who is that one over there? The overseer replied, she's the Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi she said, please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. She came into the field and has remained here from morning until now, except for a short rest in the shelter. So Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go glean in another field and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. And where, whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked him, why have you found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and your mother in your homeland and came to live with a people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you've done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May I continue to find favor in your eyes, my Lord, she said. You have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant, though I do not have the standing of one of your servants. Verse 14, New King James. Now Boaz said to her at mealtime, Come here and eat of the bread and dip your piece of bread in the vinegar. So she sat beside the reapers and he passed parched grain to her. And she ate and was satisfied and kept some back. And when she rose up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves and do not reproach her. Also let grain from the bundles fall purposely for her and leave it that she may glean and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening and beat out what she had gleaned, and it was about an epeth of barley. Then she took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. So she brought out and gave to her what she had kept back after she was, had been satisfied. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where have you gleaned today? And where did you work? Blessed be the one who took notice of you. So she told her mother-in-law, with the woman 
excuse me, mother-in-law with whom she had worked and said, the man's name with whom I work today is Boaz. Then Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, blessed be, blessed be he of the Lord, who has not forsaken his kindness to the living and the dead. And Naomi said to her, this man is a relative of ours, one of our close relatives. Ruth the Moabitess said, he also said to me, you shall say close by my young men until they have finished all my harvest. And Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, it is good, my daughter, that you go out with his young women and that people do not meet you in any other field. So she stayed by the young women of Boaz to glean until the end of the barley harvest and wheat harvest, and she dwelt with her mother-in-law. Amen. Amen. I want to kind of go back to the beginning, and one of the real reasons I wanted, I wanted to hear it from the NIV again. I did listen to it this morning a couple of times on my iPad from the NIV. Um, a couple of things, I just, I had a question right when I started this, and, you know, this follows the book of Judges <laughs> and is the book of Ruth, and you think, is Boaz actually a judge? Mm. In, in the community. It kind of right. made me feel that way, especially when he ends up later in the chapter going and talking at the gate right. with this other relative that had a higher uh, maybe claim on, you know, redeeming mm-hmm. this family or saving this family kind of kind of thing who he didn't want to. But then I just started looking at the little things in this chapter. And Ruth, the Moabitess, said to Naomi, the first thing she does is she's still submitted to her mother-in-law in such a gracious yeah. way. It is, you know, it's rare in the world we live in today that somebody just doesn't go, you know, why, don't, why should I have to ask them? Right. You know, she's a grown woman. Yep. She's not like a little kid. She's been married. Right. I mean, you know, she hasn't had children, but she's she's not a little girl. and But yet she's still leaning on her mother, honoring her. She doesn't yeah. have to yeah. ask her. And she said... Uh, Please let me go to the field and glean. And she's she's it's her idea. She's going to work. Gleaning meant you followed after the people that harvested whatever it was they were harvesting and what fell to the ground beyond what and they weren't trying to make it fall to the ground. Now they did later. Right. Boaz set right. it up so that they would, but they weren't trying. They were they were working hard to get as much of that harvest in yeah. as they could. In fact, if they were being sloppy with the harvest, they would probably been corrected right. on that right. and, and do a better job. And so it wasn't easy work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, yep. and this is in, you know, it isn't the fall in Israel. You know, it isn't a time when, when the weather's beginning to change, but it's still not, not an easy job. She's working on the ground, yeah. uh, you know, picking up things off the ground. That's not, anyway, I just looking at the little things here, I thought, wow. You it's, know. it's tremendous humility. Yeah, that actually really stood out to me as well. Just her really, Ruth's very humble spirit to yep. submit to Naomi, to be guided by her mother-in-law, to yep. submit to this work that was very hard. And Servant it just, work. You, yeah, like cause yeah. she was alongside the servants and just her willingness to humble herself. And I think that that is such a good picture of humility being the entryway to the Lord um just blessing us and being able to to do something more than we imagined because we're willing to humble ourselves to what it is he's called us to do in that moment Mm -hmm. that there's an entry point there and she was really submitted to that and i think it's really beautiful i think it is too but it wasn't like this this dumb submission 
Right. It was very intelligent. Yeah. It's very sharp because she she actually says, please let me go to the field and glean heads of grain after, and now him is in italics, so it means it wasn't in the original mm-hmm. uh, writing, but it says, after in whose side am I find favor? She's not going just to get grain. Right. She is actually, She's got look, a plan. <laughs> I want somebody to notice that I work hard, yep. that I'm submitted to my mother-in-law, yep. that she wants, I mean... And, and I'll tell you, you many people today could take an example from this woman here yeah. and do that at your job. Yep. Show you know your boss that you're submitted, that you work hard, that yeah. you you know you're not sloughing it you're all willing. the time. Yeah. I mean, it says here that she just, she's been here since early and she only took one break. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really lining out a great worth work ethic, and she did it uh, to find favor. And I always, you know, I I had this thing many, many years ago. I did a message series called uh, Walking in the Fog, and fog stood for favor of God. And uh, every time I see favor, Carol and I thank God for his favor. We very, I I don't know, I can't remember the last time we missed praying together, but we we thank God for his favor every day. Um, It is such a powerful, wonderful thing to know that God is smiling on us Mm -hmm. and and that's one of the things where some people don't understand that when it says cause his face to shine upon yep. you, that's what that means. Yep. That means he smiles. In fact, if you want to do a little exercise, go in the mirror and don't smile. Look at your face straight in the mirror and then smile and watch what happens. The way your cheekbones change and your face changes, it actually looks like your face glows mm-hmm. more when you smile than when you don't smile. Right. And uh, I just I love that picture. And so. Carol and I are grateful every day yeah. for the favor of God. And uh, I love that Ruth said, you go for it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and s- sends her out there. But she was taking a chance. She was taking a chance. But on a, I think on this revelation that she had of who God was. Yeah. Right? Like she, like you said, she knew what she had a plan. She she had some long some some long term things in her <laughs> she mind. She was playing like, the long this game, right? Like she she was she was playing the long yeah. game, but like but so rooted in this faithful God in the right way, right? Yeah. yeah, like just to be able to say, you know what? I can submit to my mother in law. I can submit mm-hmm. to hard work. I can I can walk this out and trust because I I believe that this God that we serve that I've chosen to serve is faithful and is yes. good and and that there's something here to be found and so i'm going to go after it yes beautiful and you know when you look at this uh she's spirit-led even though in verse three it says she left and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers and she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to boaz mm-hmm. so i i had a little bit i i wish i knew exactly how this worked and so i the part of the field that belonged to boaz so she was working on some land that didn't right. until she worked her way unto the part that he did own, and that was his land. And I thought that was super interesting. And here I wrote down providence, yeah, um, God leading supernaturally. Yep. Um, I thought about Paul going from city to city, you know, trying to find the open door to preach the gospel, and God said, "Come on over to Macedonia." Right. I thought of the servant. Was it Isaac? that went to find Rachel. I think it was, yeah, the servant that went to find Rachel. Um, He basically says that when he shows up, the Lord has brought me to the family of my master. And, you know, it's like believing that you're led of God. Yeah. 
even when you don't really know what the next step is right. or what's coming, you're still trusting that even though you might not see it. Because when she started, she wasn't in Boaz Field. Right. She didn't get a commendation. She wasn't treated maybe with as much kindness. And she actually, when I say taking a chance, she was taking the kind of chance in a world where young men might abuse a woman in this situation yep. and nobody help her. Yep. This and is a dangerous situation it's for her. Da- it's, not, yep. it's not like taking a risk like, oh, yeah, you're putting yourself out there, sissy. Right, right. No, she was taking a real risk. Right. This this was very dangerous yeah. in some respects. So, And I think it's really interesting. The book of Ruth doesn't do a whole lot of verbalizing God's intervention, mm. right? There's so, so much about, we, and we talked a little bit about Just it yesterday. See people Just the, and, right? Like yeah. the, the, they acknowledge God, but it's not <laughs> God led them to this place the holy yeah, spirit yeah. told them, right like we're we're just not watching, like charismatic christians right, today right. oh god on that brother. <laughs> but this particular book does not actually verbalize the intervention of god but shows the providence of god in the ability for him to say okay this is where we are and i'm going to continuously mm. graciously walk with you and weave and he's never surprised by the things that we do he's mm. he wasn't surprised by the first field that ruth got to he just yeah led her into the right things and Beautiful. and i just think it's really it's a really interesting approach that this book takes that maybe a lot of other books don't necessarily take that they acknowledge god but we don't we we have to read it and understand and where see, god is see in the god moving in it yeah and it's kind of like our own lives because sometimes i'm doing things and involved in things that i don't really know god's in but then I see God then in you it. you see it, yeah. And it's just yeah. exciting. The other thing that when I saw this, verse 4, now Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, the Lord be with you. And I thought, this guy, I mean, in this day and age, in this world, not everybody greeted the guys, you know, working in your field right. and your servants with a kind, godly, you know, encouragement, the Lord be with right. you, speaking blessing out over them. And, uh, you know, I, I actually think verse 5 tells us something about Ruth because I, one of the things that I love about imagination is I, I have no idea it really what Ruth looks like. Right. But I know what right. Ruth looks like in my mind. Sure, sure, sure. You know, I've got, a, I've got a picture there. But I do know this, verse 5, Then Boaz said to his servant, who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? <laughs> <laughs> I know guys, right. and I know that he noticed <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he noticed that girl over there, and I just thought, yeah, 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 beautiful girl. And uh, Boaz, of course, was a was a didn't do wrong in that, right? And so I just want to say this to the men out there: there's nothing wrong with understanding beauty. It's when you treat beauty in the wrong way, right? And it's just like a lot of you guys out there remember, you know, remember daughters. That's why the Bible says treat. Older men, treat them like your daughters. Brothers, treat them like your sisters. You'd fight for your sister. Mm -hmm. And so it's trying to show you that it's all right to notice beauty, but do you have beauty in the right context? Oh, that's good. And think the right way Mm -hmm. about that person and have your own thinking 
in the right way yeah. about it. Anyway, I just thought I thought it was cool. Yeah, I love that. And I think that it that was the entry point and then it was <laughs> followed up by her faithfulness. Oh yeah. So when they talk in uh let's see let's see eleven over, and oh, Boaz okay. says, I've been told all about oh, what yeah, you've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. For your mother-in-law since the death, of, like that was a reputation that preceded her. It's mm, good, <laughs> right? Good. Well, maybe even her her looks yeah. and her presence weren't the entry point. It was the reputation yeah. that preceded her, and it may and have caused them to look in the first place. Sure, yeah. sure. Just that that whole like her her faithfulness paving a way. I want to say something about that too. Uh, you know, the Bible does say in Proverbs that uh, uh, I'll, I'll just paraphrase: an obnoxious woman is like a swine with a gold you know ring in its right. nose beauty is not just you know skin deep as what they say uh there's an expression out there but things make us more beautiful absolutely and things like this have you know had had a great effect on boaz view of who of she Ruth, was of absolutely. who she was and even you look at people differently you know i could look at nick over here and f- if I was mad at him, I might f- try to find something wrong with him. Right. But I'm not mad at him, and I love him. I look for things right with Nick. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's my friend, and he's he's faithful, and I could say a million things about him. It's just a different thing when you care and love somebody, yeah. or you have a good, you know, report of them. And I think reputation is incredible here. I also think we're seeing the laws of sowing and reaping working. Absolutely. Because she was committed to sow life into her mother-in-law's life. Yeah. And now she finds someone who's committed to sow life yep. into her life. Yep. And she and you watch that reaping happen. I I actually marked let's see uh blessed be the man who took notice of you. The Lord <laughs> bless like so yeah. in in yeah. chapter 1 we see her saying call me Mara. Yeah. I'm and she's getting to see this turn yeah. of the of yeah. the blessing and the favor and the the and redemption of God. Hope. She's yeah, starting like to hope again. It's starting to dig yeah. some things up and yeah. I just thought like this beautiful change of heart that you see in in Naomi to to begin to remember again why she follows the God that she does mm, and it actually good. reminded me of Psalm 27, you know, I would have lost heart unless mm. I had seen let's see the goodness of God in the land of the living but I love actually it goes on to say be of good courage strengthen your heart wait I say wait Mm. on the Lord and I thought that she she had to wait on the Lord oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) right like there she walked through some stuff but that that scripture is a is a good reminder that he can be trusted even Mm. when things look wild and crazy and they're swirling wait on the Lord and purpose to see the goodness of God in your situation. So verse 17, we don't have much time left, but verse 17, how much do, barley does it say she got? Let's see. Verse 17 a, would have been where she gleaned and it was an about it. Effa. That's what it says in the NIV yeah. too? Yeah. Okay. That is seven and a half gallons. Oh my goodness. That's a lot. Yeah. Or 30 pounds. <laughs> I looked at a bunch of different sources. She didn't come home with like a little, you know, like a lunchbox yeah. yeah, yeah, full. Yeah. She, I mean, that'd be like two she worked hard. She good was sized bucketfuls. Yeah. But then when her mother-in-law saw her, she recognized, whoa, something happened here. This was not the normal gleaning. Right. This is super natural, wonderful. Somebody's working on your behalf, for sure. We're going to take a break, and I've got a key for your life changing when we get back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors.
At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. So as I just over this chapter, I, I just wrote a, a sentence down and that's what I do. I have a wide margin Bible, so I write in the margins and I wrote this down. Ruth moves from being a poor servant of a, you know, a widow. She was a widow too. 
poor servant type widow, and widows really suffered yeah. in the, in this age, except where godly people did the right thing with them, to an owner and a ruler by association. Mm. You talked about it yesterday a little bit, Fee, where you talk about doing things in partnership. Right. And, I'm I'm not going to go alone. You know why why should I why should I do this alone? I want to do this with someone, and her association and associating, first of all, with Naomi, mm. because Naomi had was the one with the rel- relative, right. and then with Boaz, and even the women that worked with Boaz, because that's how they started. Said you go hang out, stay close to my young women, mm-hmm. stay over here. I want you to be part of us, and that being part of us and that association changed the arc of her life and your friends are like elevator buttons Mm -hmm. they will take you either up or they will take you down and uh, i just want to encourage you make sure that you're working on having good association and hanging out with the right people it's so powerful and so important good stuff good doing this with you fee glad to be here all right see you guys god bless we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.